Hello, welcome to Free Your Children on WXRQ 1460 AM Christian Radio. I am your host, Tiffany Boyd, and my mission here at Free Your Children is to share the truth and love about education. There's a battle raging for the souls of our nation's children, and I hope this ministry will equip you for battle. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Ephesians 6, 10 through 11. Thank you to the sponsors of Free Your Children and those that continue to support biblical education. I would like to thank Safe Storage for sponsoring Free Your Children. If you have storage needs, contact Safe Storage of Columbia, Mount Pleasant, and Hohenwall at safestoragetn.com. If you would like to sponsor Free Your Children, you can contact me at freeyourchildren at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, my email, freeyourchildren at gmail.com, and also at the Borough Pulse, where I am a monthly contributor. You can go there and see all the articles that I've penned to date about education, and I am also excited to be working on a new website that will soon be up and running, and I can't wait for anyone that's interested to head over and check that out. If you are in Tennessee, I have been watching Senate Bill 0417, House Bill 0455. It's a bill that seeks to limit the rights of parents in regards to withdrawing their children from state public schools. My opinion is that any bill that seeks to limit the rights of parents is not a good bill. Um, This show is recorded, so I'm not exactly sure what the status will be on this particular Senate bill and House bill when this airs, but make sure that you keep a watch on that and contact your local representatives and tell them if you are concerned to vote no on that bill. I have a very exciting guest with us tonight. I met Lori Nelson several years ago with my Free Your Children ministry. She has an amazing story to tell. It's full of encouragement. I know that my listeners tonight will be blessed. I want to take some time to tell you a little bit about her. She's always had a passion for teaching, from working with children, mentoring young women, founding a sexual purity ministry for youth and young adults, to homeschooling her own children. She encourages others to make fully informed faith-based decisions that honor the Lord and oppose worldly ideologies. Laurie is an Oklahoman at heart, but currently lives in her husband's home state of Alabama. She and Brian have been married for 13 years and are the parents to three sons, nine, seven, one, and a daughter who is four. She began homeschooling several years ago when she stepped out of full-time ministry and devoted her heart to home education. Whether working on a science project, learning phonics, or going through their son's cancer journey, she and her family have learned to fully do life together and trust God deeply. Laurie understands that theology matters, and it is of utmost importance to diligently teach your children the truths of God's word. From the smallest inconvenience to matters of life or death, one's view of God and his sovereign nature must be known and can be trusted. Her desire is for her children to understand the true nature of God in order to rightly interpret the world around them and the heavens above them. She enjoys reading and discussing theology, politics, and anything pioneer woman. Me too. She loves to celebrate life by serving others, advocating for the unborn, and going on adventures with her four children. Welcome, Laurie. Thank you. It's great to be here. Absolutely. I'm so glad to have you with us. How is the weather down in Alabama? Cold and rainy. I feel like, you know, we've already done Thanksgiving and Christmas and it was warm. 
And then, you know, now we're getting into Valentine's Day and we're doing winter over again. So I, I love all the seasons, but I'm just a little confused. Right <laughs> and I think I just saw um, earlier where the groundhog saw a shadow. So six oh. weeks of winter, I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and we're dealing with a little bit of um, ice here today in Tennessee too. So um, crazy, crazy weather. But let's start, if you don't mind, telling our listeners a little bit about your family's personal homeschool journey. Well, you know, when you mentioned in my bio, uh, I was in full-time ministry mm-hmm. um, for years and most currently had worked in um, a pregnancy resource center. So I was the uh, sexual integrity founder of a ministry that we had there called First Love, and uh, we wanted to really focus on knowing your worth by loving God first. So I would go and speak to different children uh, in the community, sixth grade to 12th. I would also speak to singles um, because we know that the enemy is truly um, out for our children, out for singles, out for married folks with sexual perversion, anything that would deviate from uh, the Lord's perfect plan. Right. Uh, for, for family and sexual purity. So it started there. And then when our clients um, at the pregnancy center would come in, obviously they'd be coming for a pregnancy test. And if it was negative, I and the volunteers with me had the opportunity to go in and share uh, God's share the gospel, first of all, because uh, behavior modification can only last you know, for so long, you have to share the gospel because only God can, can save souls and change those hearts. But right. we are diligent to share the gospel. And um, with that, share the plan of God's, uh, God's plan for relationships and purity. And it really is so beautiful because he, he loves us enough to protect us from ourselves and our sin and the sins from others. If we can, you know, diligently walk in those truths. So that was, that was like my ministry baby. I love uh-huh. that. Uh, when I had my second son, my first son, he was like the uh, Caleb. He was the mascot of the pregnancy center. So he <laughs> he would do life with me. I mean, I had the pack and play in my office and I would travel and he would go with me. He was my ministry buddy, but it would be a little more difficult to do that with two babies. Right. So we came to the conclusion, okay, I, uh, I need to come home and be with the children. Mm-hmm. And in that, um, really through teaching sexual integrity, I saw just over the span of five years, whether it was a a private school I was teaching to, uh, whether it was a youth group, I saw within a matter of two to three years of my, of my tenure, uh, that last part of my tenure there, I began to see that it didn't matter where the children were privately educated, publicly educated, that the enemy was attacking them with Absolutely. sexual perversion. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really the most convicting thing for me and the catalyst that was what the Lord used to homeschool our own children. Oh, wow. So that's, that's why I came home and realized like, you know, change comes from the home. I never set out to, um, I mean, I'll be completely transparent. We, we didn't, my husband and I didn't really even think about what are we going to do schooling wise when our, right. you know, when we have children, we just didn't think about it. But the Lord in his goodness, Mm -hmm. he just began to plant these seeds in my heart and just showed me uh, the truth of just coming home, discipling our children, the importance of motherhood. And and it it was it was hard because I was used to, uh, you know, working in a ministry and getting that, you know, teaching other people's children and then going home for the day. Yes, (laughs) Um, that was a lot easier than being at home with my children and going, okay, well, what's my purpose? And I really had to wrestle with that and 
come to the conclusion of my purpose is as a daughter of the Lord, a wife and a mother. Mm-hmm. Th- those are my most important purposes. So that wasn't something that I just, you know, knew from the get go. The Lord really had to teach me those things. I mean, I remember just coming um, out of kind of the postpartum phase with uh, my my second son and we're taking a walk around the neighborhood and I'm like, is this my life now? Right. Like, is this my, I, I don't know what to do. And so well, again, yeah. and we live in a society that teaches teaches women that, you know, you, you go to, you go to college, this is the mark of success. You know, you graduate, you go to college, you get a degree and you go to work. And, you know, unfortunately our society still, there's still a lot of stigma attached to mothers who stay home. You know, so many people see that as, and and I experienced this firsthand when I resigned from my tenured teaching profession to stay at home with our children. So many people said to me, I can't believe that you're throwing away your degree. All that money, all that time, all that investment. Yes. Yes. And I I will say too, just um, to kind of give you a background, I didn't grow up in, uh, I would say a Christian home. My praise the Lord. My, my father is saved now, but um, Mm -hmm. during my upbringing, uh, he was not. And so I always knew about the Lord. Like my, my mother and father always talked about Jesus and we would go to church, um, you know, on Easter and sometimes on Christmas, but, um, the Lord did not save me until after I graduated college when mm-hmm. I was about 23. And so I really didn't have a basis of understanding, um, the, the biblical role of, of a woman, you know, staying home. Now my parents, they, they both worked, but my mom, my dad is an attorney and my mother's a nurse, but she worked nights. So she was always there during the day. You know, she, it didn't seem like, um, I was missing out. Like, I mean, I never wrote a, but I was public schooled. I never, Mm -hmm. and I thrived in public school. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's not the case. And it wasn't a Christian environment. And I can look back now and say, man, if, if I would have had, you know, biblical values and been in a Christian environment at home, um, how things could possibly have been different, but the Lord's sovereignty has allowed my, has allowed my journey to, to play out as, as it has, because his ways are perfect. That's right. And we are not, and he uses uh, sinners to, you know, ultimately if it's his will to save and to glorify him and, and teach them through their journeys. So all that to say me coming home and now being a stay at home mom, that was the first kind of hurdle. I loved my kids. There was no um, discrepancy there. I was like, Oh, I I love being home with them. I can't imagine. And it hurts my heart so much when I see or hear about mothers who have to go back to work, you know, they feel like they have to, or they, sometimes they really do have to go back to work and Mm -hmm. they have to send their little three month old off. And it just, it, it kills me. Um, days and being with your children, uh, all the time can be difficult, but anytime I do have to do something without them, after about two hours, I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go back to, to my home right? Uh, and, and be with those. So, um, so that was the first hurdle. And then, you know, obviously I'm home with them. And so I'm just teaching them. I would go to Dollar Tree and, uh, you know, get flashcards and set a little desk area up. And it was, it was fun. And we, we loved doing life together. Um, right. Because it, my, that's what it is. Homeschooling is just an extension of parenthood and it is doing life together. You're right. It truly is. And, um, you know, I always say, let's go on adventures. We never mm-hmm. say like, okay, are we going to, you know, uh, go do something fun today? Yeah, but it's going to be an adventure because life is fun and, and God's world, 
um, I, I have to be very diligent to let them know that God's world is amazing. He's created so many amazing things for us to explore. He is perfect. Um, but we also live with the prince of the power of the air. So there is a lot of sin in this world. So we have to be discerning. So, you know, I I want to make sure that they wonder and awe at the, the, the beauty that God has given them. You know, we love to explore nature, right? Uh, They have a, they have a respect for this. And this is important to respect, respect the ant, you know, respect the ant and that will help you respect the baby in the womb. Mm Mm-hmm understanding that God's creation is perfect. And I, I just love to see them, you know, when they find a little frog or when they oh, find yes. mm-hmm. you know, a, a little, uh, a bee or a, a little worm, they, they are so excited. Oh yes. And, and I love to see that. And that truly just comes from that Deuteronomy six command for us as parents to continually talk and share the word of God. And he's in everything. Mm-hmm. So I know sometimes it can be intimidating for a new Christian or maybe a new stay-at-home mom or homeschooler to be like, how do we talk about God all the time? Like, that seems a little overwhelming, you know, to some people. Like, how do we talk about him all the time? You just talk and you, well, let me, let me step back. You have to have your theology, right? Mm -hmm. You have to understand that the theology stored in our head is going to be how we interpret the world around them. So how we interpret, um, colors, crayons, uh, animals, conflict, you know, it's just how we interpret the world around us with that biblical worldview. So it does take training in your mind as a mother. So I want to encourage mothers who might feel a little overwhelmed, like, okay, I want to have a a biblical education in my home. How do we talk about the Lord all the time? Just start small. Yes. Just just start small. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, look at a, oh, this is a green crayon. What, what has God created that's green? Right. And then have those conversations and it gets easier. It, it gets does. a lot easier. And, and you can learn right alongside your children, because I know yes. that you spoke about, you know, you didn't grow up in a household where that was the norm. So I'm sure that it was a learning process for you, you know, a study in theology and so that you could present that to your children. And I think that parents, sometimes if they don't have that background of being discipled as a child, then sometimes as an adult and as a parent, it seems overwhelming to them. They're afraid that they don't know enough about it or they're they're not qualified. But I encourage parents to start family discipleship by picking up the Bible and start reading it together as a family. And, And be, you know, transparent enough with your kiddos to say, we're going to learn together. Exactly. Oh, I don't remember this story. Hey, let's learn together. Um, and again, approach it as this is an adventure. Look where Absolutely. God has placed us, mm-hmm. you know, and that we get to do this together. I mean, I am excited to learn uh, third grade again. You know, oh, yeah. I am excited to learn first grade again um, and, and do it on, do it on obviously God's terms, but on our terms as parents. And my husband works so hard and diligent to, uh, He's, he's a project manager uh, for a network engineering and communications company. And he works such long hours um, to allow me to stay home with mm-hmm. the children. And it really is, it's, it's a team effort for us. But I also know that, um, you know, everyone may not have that situation, but I know that God will make a way. He will fulfill the des- those desires of your heart if they're in line with his will. And it is God's will that 
mothers would be home with their children. Yes, absolutely. Well, you're in Alabama, right? I'm in Alabama. Okay. What about homeschool resources down there in Alabama? Do you have a lot of things, uh, resources for the homeschool community to tap into in Alabama? I do. Um, now I can't, we were in Florida for about 10 years and, uh -huh. um, it's a very homeschool friendly state and, and I loved it there and there were great opportunities to, to plug in. I would say the same for Alabama. Um, you have your communities like I, you know, like we, um, would have in Florida and across the nation where you have like classical conversations and, uh, a Becca, um, you have different, you know, 4-H clubs and beta clubs, different things that they can plug into. Um, mm -hmm. I am pretty particular about what we plug into because I feel convicted to be in charge of our children's education. Yes. So, um, this is the first year that we have actually engaged in a co-op. Mm -hmm. And we've done that for one semester. We actually start um, our spring semester tomorrow and my children are enjoying that so far. Um, I love science. Or, I'm sorry. I take that back. My children love science. I don't love the mess of science <laughs> <laughs> and it's not my favorite subject. So mm -hmm. that's a good example of, okay, well, you know, they can take some science classes and they can take some things that maybe mommy is not so uh, proficient in. And guess what? That's fine. That's right. Fine. Absolutely. Yes, it is. Honest, being honest with your own uh, weaknesses or preferences, but then just finding ways to fill in those gaps for your children is fine. So um, I have never done a co-op before this year. So far, um, we're enjoying it, but I, I do take it semester by semester. Yes, absolutely. I can understand that too. And it's okay. You know, one homeschool year may not look the same as another homeschool year, which brings me to the next topic that I want to discuss with you because your family recently had um, a medical crisis with your son, Ethan. And I watched this um, unfold because we're friends on Facebook. And um, Laurie and I met through my For Your Children ministry and the work that I do there. And uh, we became Facebook friends. And so I recently um, had an opportunity to watch her journey through a very difficult time for her family. And I'm going to let you talk a little bit about that, if you would, Lori. Would you tell us about Ethan and his journey? Yes, Ethan is our fourth little baby. So we have Caleb, Luke, Lydia, and Ethan. And uh, he is really the smiliest baby, definitely in, in our uh, in our bunch. He's just He's so adorable. precious. Our children, uh, the we call them the big three, Caleb, mm -hmm. Luke, and Lydia. The big three love this little boy. They say all the time, I'm so glad we have this baby. I'm so glad God gave us a brother. And so they just, he's, he's, you know, kind of been loved extra bunches uh -huh. <laughs> since he came into this world last December. And August was like August, um, early August last year, 2022 was like any other day we needed to go um, get Ethan a checkup. Now this is important when you have four children or even one or two, yes. you really got to stay on top of appointments. Okay. And yeah. I'm one of those people where I take my planner with me, wherever mm -hmm. I go, I still write it down and highlight it. And then I also put it in my phone. Mm -hmm. So I, um, am, you know, very diligent to stay on top of the schedule. So I apparently missed Ethan's six month well visit, which is a huge deal for me because I've never missed a well visit Four kids in, and I've never missed a well visit. And uh, we went to vacation uh, in Florida to see some of our family and friends there. And we got back and I got a bill in the mail, $35 for missing this appointment. And I think, oh my goodness, I'm such a bonehead. I, I cannot believe I did this. 
I'll call. Hopefully they'll waive the fee and we'll see where it needs to go. So I'm thinking mom brain moment. So I call. Yes, we can waive the fee. Um, but let's go ahead and have him come in. At this point, he was eight months old. Mm -hmm. Now he was scheduled to go to a nine month visit, but let's get him in at eight months just, you know, since we missed a six month. And I'm like, okay, not a big deal. So we go in, um, the kids were like, Hey, we're going to go on an adventure and we're going to swim, but you have to have good behavior at the pediatrician. (laughs) You know, you always have to (laughs) dangle the carrot in front of them. Yep. So, you know, I, we're, we're in our, you know, uh, swim gear mode. Okay. Right. Got the bag. We're ready to go. So we just got to go and get a quick well visit. I'm sure it's going to be like 30 minutes at Alabama Pediatrics. Then we're going to we're going to go and have fun. So we get there. Our wonderful pediatrician, Dr. Heath Pelham, he's, you know, checking Ethan. And he said, hey, do you notice uh, anything on this left side? Does that feel different to you? Have you have you noticed him, you know, acting different? No, I don't. He's a happy baby. I think it's fine. He goes, well, feel it here. I couldn't I couldn't feel anything different on him. And I, you know, he's my baby. I touch him him every day. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, let's just get an x-ray and see if there's anything there. So they get the x-ray. And this is something interesting too, because when you're a homeschool mama, (laughs) you have to take your kids everywhere. Right. (laughs) They're all, you know, we got all the the crayons out. We're trying to keep the big three, you know, entertained while, okay, let's get the baby an x-ray. Right. Right. So we get that done. They get some blood work. And then uh, Dr. Pelham was like, you know, I'm a little curious about this. Looks like an obstruction or something. And he showed me the the x-ray. Mm-hmm. Hang on just one second and uh, I'll, I'll be back. Okay. So we're, you know, we're laughing. Surely nothing's wrong. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. So he comes back. He said, we're going to go ahead and send you over to get an ultrasound um, to see what that is. I'm like, okay. And he goes, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not concerned, but I'm curious. So let's just, let's just, you know, take this next round. Okay. So. Again, I'm taking my time. We go to Dunkin' Donuts to feed the big three. Mm-hmm. I give them, I get a donut, you know, the carrot to hang out in front of them. If you're really uh-huh. good during this <laughs> ultrasound, you can get, you can get yep. a donut. So we do the ultrasound. Everything's fine. And then um, I get a phone call. So I step out of the ultrasound room. The ladies, the technicians are so great to watch the big three and feed them the donuts. And I get the, the news uh, from our doctor that says, hey, there's a large mass in Ethan's left kidney. And we need to have him seen in oncology and hematology. Mm. My mother has been a cancer nurse for almost 50 years. And so I knew that oncology was a scary word. Right. So that was the first time where I was like, okay, this, this is serious. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, I began crying, just emotions run over me, call my husband, call my aunt. My aunt came and got the big three. And um, my husband was so encouraging in that moment to remind us of scripture. And he said, you know, we have to understand, he said many scriptures, uh, but we have to understand that Ethan is, is God's property. Like he belongs to Ethan, uh, Ethan belongs to God. Right. And we just have to trust him. And even though my heart sunk and my mommy emotions were coming out, there was this rock of trust that I had uh, of the unknown that doesn't come, you know, that day or right in that moment. That is something that the Lord builds in you. Right. Continually seeking him, studying him, being in a church, trusting him, reading your Bible, praying like that is part of the journey. Yes. And uh, it was just a a solid, solid strength that he gave me that would definitely not have come on my own. So next day we meet with the surgeon. Three days later, he has his kidney and the cancer 
and a ureter and some lymph nodes removed. So he had a rare pediatric cancer called a Wilms tumor. Mm-hmm. It typically happens um, when a child is between like two and five years of age. So he was only eight months. So mm-hmm. that was, that was different. Right. And, um, you know, he had it removed. He did so amazing. So his surgery is on a Friday. He gets out of the hospital on a Sunday. He's, mm-hmm. he's amazing, but we have to wait a week for this pathology. Mm-hmm. So we know like, okay, the cancer's out, but what kind is it? And I even told my mother, cause everyone, you know, drove up to be with us. I said, right. I can handle the surgery. I said, it's going to be hard for me if he has to do chemo. And she goes, I know, but the Lord's going to get us through it. And I said, okay, I know. And it's just so interesting because the day after I got the news, I'm just holding Ethan and you're thinking, I'm thinking he has something in him right now that is, that will kill him if nothing is done. Right. Something, something was going to be done, mm-hmm. but it was just a weird phenomenon of, wow, you know, this perfect, sweet little baby, you know, what, what I think of this perfect little baby, he has this, but God has chosen him to have this. Yes. I didn't blame God. I wasn't mad at God. Um, I wasn't confused. I knew this was part of his journey. And I say that word with our children, adventure, let's go on an adventure. And that's what I decided I was going to basically brand this trial as Ethan's adventure. So even on Carrying Bridge, it's, it's Ethan's adventure. And this was the Lord put that on my heart, even before we knew if we were going to have to go the long route of chemo or anything, just it's an adventure and we're going to go through it as a family. And I think it's so important that, you know, if you're homeschooling, if you're a parent in general, but if you're a homeschool mother and, you know, your kids are going with you, that they are going to go through um, seasons of life where, where things change. Emotions are going to fluctuate. Um, trials will happen, but it's so good because that's how life is. Absolutely. Life isn't, life isn't a textbook. Um, it, it truly is ups and downs, but are we going to trust the Lord? Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. Our circumstances are going to go up and down, but how are we going to trust him? And the Lord put uh, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 on my heart when this this whole thing happened. I said, okay, well, Ethan's adventure, we're going to realize that this season is going to just brand in our hearts and minds to trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. We're going to trust the Lord and we're going to acknowledge him. We're also going to realize, like Isaiah says, that his ways are higher than ours. We don't know everything that he's working through. So obviously, it was going to disrupt our homeschool schedule, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> disrupt our homeschool schedule. And uh, and that's okay. Yes. That's absolutely. okay. Because up until this point, um, you know, we're sitting there. We have a homeschool room. You don't have to have a homeschool room. It just helps me a little bit to keep everybody contained uh, at certain points of the day. We have a homeschool room. I have everything set up. I've got things labeled and, and curriculum set out. We're good to go. Well, you know what? 2022 really like blew that out of the water. The Lord really took me to this crossroads in home education this past year through this uh, health trial, Ethan's adventure to really, to, to really break me down as far as 
getting the perfectionism out of my mind. Like, Hey, this is, ha- this is how homeschool has to be. Right. You have to make sure you're checking everything off. I love the curriculum we use my father's world, but you know, you mm-hmm. check everything off. You can check everything off. And that's what I did. And that, that wasn't going to work in this season because there's no way I could have been educating the kiddos when we're, you know, going to doctor's appointments and just even processing all of this stuff. Right. And so, um, that's okay. The kids got to spend a lot of time with all of their grandparents during this time. Yes. You know, they all came up to visit to be here with Ethan and they were so great to, uh, you know, grandparents from Oklahoma, grandparents from Florida, um, family here in Alabama. They got to go do fun things while mom and dad were in the hospital with Ethan. So I know that they can look back at that time and not be, um, scared. And there was also an opportunity for them to come up to the hospital. And I took one, uh, I took them back one by one so they could see Ethan. I had them pray over him. We explained what was happening. And so that I think really kind of eased their minds and hearts Mm -hmm. because they got to see what their brother was going through and they got to be a part of the process too. Yes. And I think that kind of gives parents some hope that if you are walking through a very difficult season in your homeschool, it's okay because homeschooling is nothing more than doing life together. And the things that your children are going to take away from this experience to say that it was an interruption in their school day, actually, can you just think about all the things that they learned and taken away from this experience? Absolutely. And I couldn't even imagine, um, you know, personally, the stress of you know, okay, making sure they're, you know, they've got their lunches packed, getting to school on time at government school and right. picking me up. I, I, that would be overwhelming to me. Not that, you know, again, there's many people who have gone through this before and they've had to have their children in government schools, but I just appreciate the um, opportunity that the Lord gave us to yes. go through this together as a family and praise God that the pathology came back. And because it was caught early at eight months, uh, he did not, if stage one, he did not have to go through chemotherapy. Praise well, and now you, you call um, his, his incision, his shark bite, right? Yes. yes. So <laughs> my husband loves sharks. It's kind of passed down to the big boys. They have a shark themed room. Right. And uh, you know, when he got this cool scar, mm-hmm. uh, my husband's like, well, chicks dig scars, right? You know, we kind of <laughs> laugh about that. We're like, yeah, that's his shark bite. And so we said he's, you know, he can have so many cool stories to tell. Like, yeah, I was, you know, swimming. absolutely. He's a doll. And, yes. and I will say, I watched all of this unfold, you know, on Facebook because you posted about it often. And we got to kind of walk alongside you while your family navigated this journey. And, and the faith that you displayed during that time was so encouraging. Um, it was just amazing to watch. Um, how you navigated all of this, what would you say, what kind of role do you think that your faith played during all of this? It was everything. Yes. Um, It it was everything. Um, I can look back. I mean, I've, I've gone back and read some of the carrying bridge updates. You know, now that we're, we're uh, basically out of the woods. I mean, he still has for the next three years, he'll have to go every three months and get um, x-rays and ultrasounds to make sure, you know, everything's okay. But we've had the first one and it's, it's fine. Um, Looking back and reading some of the journal entries, you can just, for me, I can just see the spirit speaking, the Holy Spirit just speaking through 
those um, those journal entries because he truly is the lifter of our heads and he truly will sustain you. It's not that's not just, you know, a cute thing to say or a, a little scripture to read. It is truth. God's word is living and active mm-hmm. and faith is real. Absolutely. God is real. God is sovereign and he's perfect. And through Christ, he has he has he knows our needs. He can understand what we go through because he's fully God and fully man. And he dealt with those things on earth. So we have uh, a savior who can understand hurt, confusion, uh, God's plan. And there's comfort in that. There's great comfort in that. And I would just encourage, um, I would just encourage anybody listening, work on your faith uh, daily. And as, as a mother of four, I can't sit down every day and study the Bible for two hours. I really wish I could. I would love that. Right. I would love that. But in this season of life, I have to study the word with my children. I disciple my children and I take away whatever small it might be, one one scripture or a few scriptures or um, just a, a nugget of truth, worship songs. I, I have to take those and I have to really plant those in my heart and and think about those truths. And again, talk about God often because he is in every detail of our lives. Absolutely. And I, I would just encourage um, anyone going through this, like even if you feel like your faith may not be strong or, Hey, you know, I'm a new Christian and I, I don't know. I don't know where I land on a lot of theological issues. Don't be intimidated. Just like you said, um, be diligent to, to uh, read the word and, and be connected to the Lord and seek out those who have walked before you and have had to go through journeys that have been very difficult. Yes. Um, because again, God places all of these adventures yep. uh, in our paths Absolutely. And, and, and he's good and he can be trusted. And, and I'll be honest and say, and say, we are still trying to kind of get our footing on, on homeschool mm-hmm. uh, and get back into a regular routine. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we're, we're doing life together. My kids, they still do independent. My kiddos um, still do independent work. Um, I don't have everything in my perfectionist, you know, mind set out like, okay, we're, we're going to do this every day. We still are kind of um, going with the flow that's and right. doing life together and, and learning. Yeah. And learning together. And yep, that's the beauty of home education because the Lord has given me authority as their mother and home educator to see how they learn best. Absolutely. And Absolutely. to push into that. Absolutely. Yes. Well, thank you, Laurie. We're so proud that and thankful that Ethan is on a road to recovery. And I just want to leave my listeners with this tonight. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved for thou art my praise. Jeremiah 17, 14. We love you here at WXRQ, but remember, Jesus loves you so much more. Good night and God bless.